Welcome to the Blossom Life Podcast, the podcast that helps wellness creators like you make a bigger impact and more money in the ever-changing online space. Here's a hint. There are three keys. You got to one, be willing to get uncomfortable every single day by stepping outside your comfort zone. Two, release stress every day because it will inevitably build up if you are getting uncomfortable and showing up every single day. And three, develop a microscopic and loving awareness of your own thoughts and how they impact your results. I'm your host, Jennifer Crudeboss, founder and CEO of Blossom. Hello, friends. I wanted to talk today about the theme of conflicting advice because this has been such a common theme coming up in the wellness creators that I talk to, my own journey of receiving conflicting advice, and friends as well, and people I see talking about it on the internet. And I just think it's something that in this day and age where we are just inundated with so many messages and we can take in so much information, the beautiful part of that is that we are learning so much so quickly. Like I look at 15 and 20 year olds now, and I'm just like, you have so much more access to information than I did. But the downside of that is that all of this conflicting advice can get really confusing. And look, I have this in my life. Like I have about five or six advisors. Some of the time they have similar advice, but a lot of the time it's different. I mean, even I'm going to San Francisco in a couple of weeks. And like, I received so much conflicting advice about that. I had people say, don't even go. It's empty since COVID. If you want to do anything in tech, you got to go to Miami to people saying, oh, this will change your life. You got to go. So like, I am sharing that I get so much conflicting advice as well. And what I realized was that there was a time not that long ago, like six months ago, where it was a real source of like confusion and pain and mind drama. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And I want to share the thoughts and the perspective that have actually made me feel like conflicting advice now is something that I welcome and I almost can find fun. Okay. So if this is a stretch, I know because I know how normal it is to feel like it's just so frustrating. Why can't I get a straight answer? But I want to invite you to examine where that thought comes from. And my theory is that that came from how we learn things in school, because in school, most of the time there was like a very clear right and wrong answer and like everyone agreed upon that like everyone agreed upon what you need to do to like get on the honor roll or get an a on this test and so we were all sort of conditioned to approach life like oh there is like one main way to do this and i just need to find the right way and when i can find the right way then i will like reach all of my goals and have all the success that i want and that is just so not the case right not for wellness creators building their businesses not for entrepreneurs not even for like the mothers that i talk to that are inundated with all sorts of like conflicting advice about how to raise their child or take care of their baby. So 
this is the perspective shift that has really helped me and I would like to offer it to you. So the first part is remembering, like this is what I tell myself. I literally tell myself this. I'm like, this is not life or death. Sometimes it feels like life or death, but I know that that is just my reptilian brain. Um, but really it's not life or death. Like I am not literally on the street about to die and I'm trying to figure out how to get like a morsel of bread or I'm going to actually die, right? Like usually the decisions I'm trying to make is like, do I focus on press or do I focus on my customers? Do I invest money here or invest money into that part of my business? Various business decisions. Do I record a podcast today or do I keep doing outreach to VCs, right? These are not life or death situations. So then I like remind myself of that. And then I go to, well, then why am I doing this? I'm like, oh, because this is actually kind of a fun, creative game or a puzzle. And I love puzzles, like, or I love games. Like I'm not a gamer now, but like, I loved when I got my like first Nintendo and I played Mario Brothers. I'm totally aging myself here. Like it was just the most fun ever. And it was fun because it was hard, right? Like the level eight was really hard and I practiced and practiced and practiced. And when I got it, it was like really, really satisfying. And like, that was the joy of the game. So like, that is the first perspective that like, this is a game that I'm trying to solve. So in the case of conflicting advice, it's like, ooh, this is a game. This is a puzzle. How can I approach this? And then the way that I approach it, I've heard this by different people, but I love how Simone Gray Soul talks about it. And if you don't know by now, I'm a huge fan of hers and hugely influenced by her. And she breaks it down into choosing to approach any problem really as the scientist, the artist, or the monk. And I'll go into how I, you know, how I perceive these things. So the scientists, and I'm sure you've heard this before, people talk about it, especially in entrepreneurship, that sort of why entrepreneurship can be like so tumultuous is because we create all of these meanings and add all of these emotions. But what if you just imagined yourself like as a scientist observing data to um, test a hypothesis and then make a conclusion. And there was no like right or wrong or like drama about it. So what if as I'm observing different advice from different parties and they're all conflicting, I can be like, hmm, let me like record this. Maybe I could put this in a table. I mean, I probably wouldn't spend all the time to do that, but I would like put it in a notebook and observe. Okay. What does this person say? What is that person saying? Maybe it's like, okay, well the, this case study of like 10 people, like six of them say this, and then like the remaining four have different opinions. Hmm. Interesting. Or it can be, hmm. I notice that people coming from the coaching world have this perspective, but people coming from startup world have this perspective and like people that live in Canada, this is like my real lived experience, have this advice, but people who live in Silicon Valley have that advice. Hmm. Maybe I'm starting to notice themes about different things. Hmm. That maybe this is like sharpening my ability of observation or like understanding people or like understanding that it's about, it's about them. Okay. So really just having that scientist perspective. And then even if you want to go further with the scientist is like, and I do this now, and it takes all of the drama out of building my business, which is like, hmm, okay, 
I am going to test this course of action for two weeks and then record the data and see what happened. And when I say record the data, like I am measuring many different things. I'm measuring, of course, results in my business. I'm measuring my level of joy because my level of joy is hugely important to me. Otherwise, I would not be doing this. I'd be, I'd be doing something else. So how does this make me feel? And like record all the data. And then after two weeks, be like, hmm, do I want to continue this or shift it? Okay. I think you understand that. So that is the the scientific perspective of um, receiving conflicting advice from people. The second perspective is the artist. So what if, and I imagine this a lot, like what if I'm an artist and as an artist, I have all of these muses and all of these life experiences and all of these things that I take in that impact my art, okay? And muses and inspiration, like don't only have to be like inspiring thing. Like I think of a muse, I think of like a beautiful woman or like a beautiful Italian village or things. But like, remember that, Pablo Picasso's Blue Period, which is a series of paintings he created between 1901 and 1904, and they're gorgeous, they were inspired by his emotional turmoil and financial destitution. So if emotional turmoil and financial destitution can create beautiful art, is it possible that conflicting advice from different people in my life that range from mentors to people I follow on the internet to advisors to VCs to customers to my own husband. (laughs) Is it possible that like all of this conflicting advice can congregate into like inspiring something beautiful and amazing, right? Why not? So that is like the artist perspective that I'm also just like also creating my body of work because I don't want to create all of this pressure. Like you have to create masterpieces. Like while Picasso was painting all his blue paintings, which are masterpieces now, like (laughs) he didn't know they were masterpieces. He was like in financial destitution and turmoil. He was just like pumping these things out. He was moving the emotion and moving the energy and moving his craft. And just like, he just kept going and what was coming through him, like, turned out to be recognized and beautiful like many years later, right? So that is the artist perspective. So I'm saying take take away any pressure, just stay in that action of like observing your own thoughts, observing your emotions, taking action, observing the results and continuing on and letting your life experience, in this case, conflicting advice, be just like the inspiration to that of trying things, okay? And then the third perspective is the monk, I feel like this is very Tony Robbins, talks like this a lot, which is like having this very spiritual perspective that believing that some sort of loving, benevolent power or higher power or the universe or God or call it intuition or whatever it is, is happening for you. So what if when I receive six different pieces of advice from six different people, What if that is happening for me to develop my own trust in myself? Or what if that is happening for me to sharpen my ability to observe patterns? Or maybe it's happening for some other benefit that I don't even know right now, but I'm just going to keep asking my brain, how is this benefiting me? So I hope these practices help 
And to recap again, the most important part when you are receiving conflicting advice, because I think it's just inevitable in this like information age that we live in, that you don't make it this like problem, that you don't make it this like reason to kind of like be incredibly frustrated and throw your hands up into the air and be like, I quit or like, I'm just going to spin my tires or like, I'm not going to show up today because this is so incredibly confusing and I can't get it right. Right. You know, and like really spiral. And look, I'm not saying don't feel your emotions, totally make time for them and space for them. But I think you understand the difference that I'm making, right? There can be like, okay, I can really acknowledge that this is like really hard and confusing and like, of course, make space for that. But as you know, which I say over and over, when you fully feel an emotion in its true entirety, like you can really do that in five minutes, right? Like locate it in your body, breathe into it. And then after that, be like, okay, what if this is a game I'm playing? What if there's a scientific or an artistic or like a spiritual perspective I can bring to this and like, what can I try? So my friends, I hope that helps. Conflicting advice, I think is just part of really existing in the world today and it's going to happen. So unwind that grade school or even university brain of yours. I think by the time you get to master's, you really start to learn more critical thinking, but definitely in those like early years of school, if you're still kind of like operating by those rules, and a lot of us are still operating by the things we learned like from age like five to like 20, because that's when our brains were developing and a lot of these patterns were being created. Um, I am inviting you to choose a different path that will feel awkward and uncomfortable and weird and new and wonderful and crappy and all of the things. So try that new path. Try the scientist, the artist, or the monk and see what results you get. Okay. I hope that was useful. If you want to receive fresh inspiration and actionable tips on how to grow your business in a purposeful, aligned way and meet awesome wellness creators, you better get on my email list. I send out tips every week and you get invited to monthly gatherings. Wellness creators who join have been known to have massive breakthroughs, hire each other and collaborate. And it's free. Also, if you sign up for the paid Blossom Wellness Creator platform for a year, you get three 75-minute coaching sessions with my amazing co-founder and wellness creator coach, Justine Romanoff, which will help you understand how to thrive in Web3 and change the mind drama into clear, confident action so you impact more lives, make more money, and have more time to relax and have fun. So get that link in the show notes, and I'll see you in your inbox. Thank you.